In Hebrews chapter 13, 15. Let us therefore continually offer the sacrifices of praise, which is the fruit of our lips. This morning, we want to offer God a sacrifice of our lips. We want to say, Father, we thank you. We are grateful for all that you've done for us. We bless your holy name. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. This morning, with all that we have within us, we want to bless the name of the Lord. I want you to lift up your voice and offer praises to God. We say, Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. You alone are God, and you alone shall we praise her. We will not hold back your praises. We will not hold back your thanksgiving. Father, this morning, we join the host of heaven. We join the heavenly assemblies. Uh, we join the host of the angels. Uh, we join the four and twenty elders. Uh, we join all living creatures. We cast our crowns aside and we say, Father, we thank you. The Lamb that is seated upon the throne, you alone be praised. We say, Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your holy name. Liko Sadabaha, Latatalia Barabadeata, Bible says, It is He that keeps our soul amongst the living. It is He that keeps our feet from being hit against the rock. Our Bible says, They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, uh, He is my refuge and my fortress. Uh, my God in Him I will trust. Uh, he is the one uh, that prevents us from being dead. Uh, he is the one that holds us with His angels. Uh, Bible says, uh, with long life He will satisfy you. Uh, and because we are alive today, uh, we want to thank the God uh, who satisfies us with long life. Matelebeko 
Rapantalabakoshata, La Panda Palia Santa, Mantella Bella Vadiata, Rapantalabarabetaliada, La Talabalaba. The Bible says that the four and twenty elders they cast off their crowns. This morning we cast off our crowns, our crowns of self respect, our crowns of pride, our crowns of family status, our crowns of money. We lay it aside and Father, we say, take it all. Take all our praise, take all our thanksgiving. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. La talabala brantaliosa. La pantalabarababosca velabadianta. La pantalabarantalabaha. Rapalabarababosata. La cantalabella badianta. Rapalabarabarantaliosa. Our ah, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Ah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not His benefits, ah. who forgives all our iniquities, ah. who heals all our diseases, ah. who causes our strength to be renewed ah. like that of an eagle. Ah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Liko Shadabaha, La Talabarabade Palusata, Lekan Talabadiata, Lako Shadabarabadeata, Lekan Talabadabadiata, Rapa Paliose, Lakandanamasandata, Rapalababoska Valiade, La Talabarabantaliosa, Haka Talabarabranta, La Talabadiata, Hadababo Sasa. In Psalm 146, he says, Let the praises of the Most High be in their mouth. This morning we are saying, Father, your praises shall forever remain in our lips. Your praises shall remain in our mouth. He says, Let, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. Rapanda la bella badianta, la cosa da baha, la panda valia satalio cosa, ya talabala rampaha. In Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15, said that until the Spirit be poured on us from on high, then the desert shall be counted for a fruitful place and the fruitful field shall be counted for a forest we are praying this morning for a downpouring of his spirit a downpouring of his power that in this service we shall encounter the reign of the spirit that the spirit will be poured on us from on high that yes we came with some dryness in our lives maybe you came here with a dryness in your prayer life you came here with a dryness in your bible study life maybe for you your entire world with God has become a desert place but the Bible says until the spirit be poured on us from on high this morning I want us to lift our voice in prayer father pour on us the rain of the spirit pour on us your spirit from on high we don't want to live here dry the same way we came we want to live here fruitful places and forests in the name of Jesus La panda raba kapa antelebede bediata rapa laba raba banta laba labranta Father, we want to overflow. We want to overflow. La katala barabadeata. 
I'm tired of the dryness in my prayer life. I'm tired of the dryness in my Bible study. I'm tired of the dryness in my quiet time. Father, pour on us your spirit. Pour on us your spirit. Pour on us your spirit. Father, we pray for a reign of your spirit until the spirit be poured on us from on high. Father, pour out your spirit on us. Pour out your spirit on us. I want to enjoy my prayer again. I want to enjoy reading your word. Father, pour out your spirit from on higher. Our Father, I do not want to wait for camp. I do not want to wait till August. I've heard that there is a rain of the Spirit. And Father, this morning I am ready for that rain. This morning I come to the well of living water. I come to the rivers of living water. I come to the rain. The Bible says, if the clouds are full of rain, they shall come forth. We are praying that the rain of the Spirit shall pour on us. In Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1, the Bible says, Ask ye the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. This morning we are asking God for the rain of the Spirit. I am an usher. I am a prayer warrior. I am an intercessor. I am an instrumentalist. But I see that there is a dryness in me. But Father, this morning I come to you, O God. Pour down from the abundance of heaven of your spirit upon us. La we have heard of how you used to do it in a tin chapel of old and father we are saying revive your works in our midst 
and do a new thing with us. Uh, pour out your spirit upon us. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you for the outpouring of your spirit. We thank you for the outpouring of your power. Father, we have heard of your works in times past. We have heard of the great works you used to do in the great men of old in the Bible and even in this place. Father, we pray, oh God, that in our lives may we experience the reign of the Spirit to do much more than we have heard. We pray, oh God, that today in this service you will touch us. That we will not leave the same way we came. Father, if we came as deserts, may we live as fruitful fields. And if we came as fruitful fields, may we live as forests. We will not leave here the same. In Jesus' name. And let the saints of God shout a big amen. Let's give it up to God. Let's give it up to God. The God has been so good. Can we make some noise unto the Lord? The God has been good. He has been our Lord is good, our Lord is good, and His mercy is endures forever. Our God is good, our God is good. Great are His mercies, great are His mercies. His mercies are great every morning. They are new, they are new. Lord, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Can we go around and welcome somebody into the house of the Lord? Say something fruitful into the life of the person. The God that we serve is a God of mercy. His faithfulness are new every morning. God is so good to us. It doesn't matter what we do. We are still alive today and we can say that His mercy has been good to us. This morning we are grateful we are alive. Not because we are more righteous, but because of the love of God. If we are here today, we say, Lord, we thank you. Because many went to bed yesterday and some could not get up. Some had the alarm clock working, but it couldn't wake them up. If we are alive today, it is not because we set alarm, but because of the grace of God in our life. Because God still has a purpose for us to fulfill on this earth. And as long as we have not done it, He is not calling us. This morning we are grateful to God. We say, God, we thank you. We appreciate you because your love for your children are always and always new every morning. Thank you. There's Misha in the house. There is Misha. 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 David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. For in the house of the Lord there is joy, there is peace. We thank God, we thank God, we thank God, we thank God. Please can we take our seats. It's, it's, it's so good to see because this morning we were all so dull as if we didn't want to come. Thank God for the revival. The word of the Lord is life. 
Le tango, le tango. Well, thank God for the mission in the house. Please, my name is Georgina Elena Mtokonwe, and I'm your coordinator for the service this morning. Can we please make here for the following announcement? Welcome to Teen Chapel, ICGC Calvary Temple. Our vision to become world changers, nation builders, and inventors through training in godly principles. And our, our vision, our mission, grooming proactive, spirit-filled, disciplined, leadership-minded youth who are ready to take up responsibilities and daring to make changes in their generation. A youth that is current and relevant. If today is your first time of sharing fellowship with us, you are very welcome. We consider you a special guest. We appreciate you for coming. Can I have a wave if today is your first time of sharing fellowship with us? None of us talked to our friends over the week, so we didn't have any first timer. We are just encouraging us as much as we can to talk to our friends, to make sure that we tell them what we are experiencing here so that they can also come and experience. Our departmental meetings are as follows. On Mondays, we have Bible teaching and prayer. Most of us, when we see the prayer, we don't want to come. But I bet you, it is Bible teaching and prayer. And it will help you to build your spiritual life from 4 to 6 p.m. And then on Tuesdays, we have evangelism, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then on Friday, we have dramatic art, 6 to 7.30 and then on Saturdays, we have all church workers meeting here from 3 to 5 p.m. And then church workers also meet from 5 to 5.45 to pray. And then from 6 o'clock, the facilitators also meet to pray till 6.30. End of the announcement. In the first service, I shared with them a verse from Genesis chapter 4. The offering of Cain and Abel. And when you read the account, one thing that stand out was they all came to give to God. But then God was happy with the sacrifice of Abel, but on the sacrifice of Cain, he was not. And during the week when I was pondering over it, God said he has given to us. And when we are given to him, he knows what he has given to us. When it comes to giving to God, what I will give to God is different from what Rashida will give to God. Because God has given each one of us a different capacity. But what we do is, no matter we want to give as our friend is given. We want to do what our friend is doing. But God said, Cain, what I gave to you and what you are giving back to me is not what I give to you. Abel has given to me back what I gave to him. But you, you have given me below the capacity that I got, I gave to you. That is why I didn't accept your offering. And he was angry. And in the first service, we said that God said, if you do right, you would have been accepted. This morning, whatever you are giving to God, I just want you to know, are you given according to the capacity that God has given to you? Or you are looking on somebody's capacity to give. Know that if you don't give according to your capacity, you don't open the heavens over your life for blessing. So whatever you are giving to God, remember 
the capacity he has given to you and give according to that capacity. Please, let's invite the choir as they give us a songs to give our offering. Presence, oh, 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 oh,
everything we need is in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, the choir. Thank you. And God bless you for all the things you are doing. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for a time like this to give into your kingdom. We pray that, Lord, may it be multiplied to be able to do more in your kingdom. We pray for everyone who was able to give, that, Lord, wherever they got it from, bless us. Those who were not able to give, Lord, we pray that when we meet next time, they will have the substance to be able to take part in this blessing. We thank you for a time like this, and we are grateful that we are partakers in the kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. With a round of applause, can we please welcome the Papa of the House, Uncle Biju. How many of us were in the first service? Okay. Those of you who were in the first service, you understand better what God is doing. Okay. Um, we are going to spend some time praying. And we're going to pray for Teen Chapel. There are two types of joys that interest us as Christians. The first one is the mission that we experience from God when he gives us a breakthrough or when he causes us to be happy when he turns our mourning into dancing, we are happy. When our results come and they are good, we are happy. Even when it's bad and we remember that God is still God, we are happy. When we see our friends happy, it makes us happy. That's why when we go to birthday parties, we are happy. You may be sad, but when you go to a birthday party, you'll be happy. It's good. It's good to be happy. It's good to be joyful in his presence. It's good to rejoice in him. It's good. The apostle wrote and said, the kingdom of God is not just in eating and drinking, but it's in peace, righteousness, and joy in the Holy Ghost. If I feel a Christian and you don't experience this joy, you don't know what you are missing. And there's something not right in your life. You cannot be a Christian doing the right things, obeying the word of God and not experience joy. 
Earlier on, I was talking about happiness. But this joy I'm talking about is different from the happiness. Because this joy is joy in the Holy Spirit. It is joy that is originated from the Holy Spirit. It is joy that when you are down and you are thinking of the things that has put you down and as you reflect on them and then God brings a word to your mind and he draws your mind from what you are thinking about back to him, then suddenly you don't understand some joy wells up from within you and in the midst of the disappointment and the sadness and all that, suddenly you begin to smile and you ask yourself, why am I smiling? It's the joy of the Holy Ghost. And it's one of the reasons why it's important to come to church. When you are down and we meet together like this, God allows us to impart some things to one another and he gives us encouragement. He gives us hope. He gives us comfort. And he gives us a reason to continue to believe him and obey him. Jesus is Lord no matter what happens. I was reading an article and over some controversial viral issue that has gone global. And I was amazed to read from lawyers, intellectuals, respected citizens, saying that there is nothing like miracles. And I asked myself, are these people living in this world? Even some scientific discoveries are miracles by themselves. We believe in God. We believe his word. We believe everything he says and we believe in miracles. When we were praising God, A song welled up in my heart. And then I remembered a story about the song. And it's this popular song, All Hail the Name of Jesus. If you know the origin of this song, how this song came about. Today we sing it and we are happy. But I can tell you, the writer of this song, when he was singing this song, it wasn't a thing of happiness. But he was just singing, All hail the power of Jesus' name. It was at the verge of death that he sang this song. He had gone as a missionary to go and preach to some savage people in India. And in those days, when they say, when people are against the gospel, they are against the gospel. It's not the one that we ask you to talk to somebody about Jesus Christ. And you tell, hey, what are you doing? The two of you, the two of you, yeah, the two of you. Yeah, the two of you. What are you doing? Shame on you. Put, it, put the phone aside. It's not when we tell, tell you to go and talk to somebody about Jesus Christ and say you are shy or 
you start talking to the person about Jesus, and the person browns you, and then you begin to feel some way. That's not what you are talking about, too. He had come to talk to these people about Jesus, and the people saw him as an enemy. So they came with their bows and arrows, with their poisons, to shoot and, uh, and kill this man. And here he was, faced with death. He knew that the next thing was death. And he began to sing, Oh, hail the power of Jesus' name. And he closed his eyes because he knew that the next thing, he was expecting an arrow at any time to strike him dead. By the time he finished all the verses and he opened his eyes, here were all these savage people with their bows and arrows. They put their bows and they were all crying. I pray to God that we'll be revived and understand and experience the power of God. That wherever we go, whatever we speak, whatever we sing, whatever we carry in our body will carry the power of God. That sometimes there may not even be the need to mention the name of Jesus, but the life that we experience and carry around would influence people and they'll come kneeling, bowing with tears surrounding their lives to Jesus Christ. This morning, I want us to spend some time praying for Teen Chapel. I want to invite a few people, and we'll do some prophetic things, and then we'll spend some time praying. Yeah. I've not told any of them. I think I've only told one. Can we have uh, the two mics, please? Auntie Bridget is gone. Can we have the two mics, please? Yeah. I said two mice. I said two mice. <laughs> Thank you. Uncle Beth one. Just come. Please stand here. Auntie Delfina, please come. Auntie Bridget should have been here, but Auntie Gina, please come and represent Auntie Bridget for us. Come and stand in for Auntie Bridget. Please stand behind the pulpit and hold the pulpit. Okay. We, we are going to pray for Teen Chapel. Um, I haven't given them the topics. If your Uncle Bethman doesn't know that we are he was going to play any part. It's only that Auntie Delfina that I brief a little. But I want everybody to get involved. Everybody. Forget about the sex. We are praying for Teen Chapel. Okay? Auntie Delfina will share with us a testimony about how she came into Teen Chapel and how she has grown until where she is today and the impact of Teen Chapel on her life. And then she will lead us in praying for Teen Chapel. And I want everybody to get involved. Did you hear me? 
if I see you're not getting involved, I'll come and knock you. So if you, if you feel a knock, it's because you're not getting involved. Okay. I want everybody to get involved. I mean, you, it's not everything that I have to explain to you. But just believe the prophet and to be well with you. Okay? We, we are praying for revival. We are praying for the power of God. You are 12 years old. You are going to carry some power of God that you, it, it will shock you, will shock your parents, will, will shock your community. And I wonder what happened to you to give you the opportunity to talk about Jesus Christ. You are shy, you are timid. Some boldness will overshadow you. These are the rudiments of Christianity. And that's what you've been talking about. Going back to the basics. To the very foundation. You don't need a prophet. You don't need, you don't need anointing. I mean, those things, they're great. They're fine. There's a place for them. But the word of God, the foundation of our Christian life. I want faith to grow up in this place. I want faith in the word of God to grow in this place before this service is over. God has started doing something in Teen Chapel. And you need to get involved. Don't stay back. So until Delfina will share with us a story and then lead us in prayer. And then as we feel led, Uncle Bethwan and myself will move around and lay hands on a few people and pray specifically depending on the way God will lead us with those few people. But I want everybody to get involved. Okay? So until Delfina will share and then lead us in prayer for about 20 minutes and then we'll continue the service. Hello, everybody. So I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. I joined uh, Teen Chapel in 2006. That was after I finished SHS. And before I joined Teen Chapel, I attended SDA. You know what SDA is? Some of you don't know. Seven-day Adventist days. My dad is an Adventist, and so we used to attend. But um, I met a friend in St. Trusis, and then she told me that she was in um, Calvary Temple. Once in a while, I used to come here during the vacations, but I used to go downstairs because I thought the youth church here would be like the youth church in SD. So what's the use of coming here? But one day I decided to climb up and I was amazed at what I saw. And from that day till today, I've never regretted stepping foot in this place. When we started, when, when we were in Teen Chapel, there was like Uncle Bethan was sharing with you the last time. There was no tiles, nothing. This place was like some ramshackle place. And then I remember there were our mates, there were a group of us, and then one of them, you used to have all nights here, but that time we hadn't started coming for all nights. And one day he told me that very soon, everybody in Tin Chapel will come for all nights. And I told him that, oh, I don't think so. But I found myself attending every single all night that he organized there on Friday. And it got to a point where my dad, who is an Adventist and is an elder, you know when they say someone's an elder in a church, a person is like, after pastor, the next, yes. It got to a time where he himself used to come and drop me in church for Friday all night. Maybe you don't understand, but for those who know people who attend SDA, Jehovah Witness, and those other non-Sunday churches, you, you, you understand what I'm talking about. And it got to a point where even on Fridays, when it's 8 o'clock, getting to 9 o'clock, I'm not leaving the house for all night. You ask me, won't you go for all night? The question I asked myself is, what is it that my dad has seen in me 
that was making him push me to still continue to come for the all night. What is it that he has seen in me that didn't make him stop me from coming to church, even though he was an elder in his church? Because, of course, people ask. I remember when I went for an interview in Valley View for my undergrad studies, a certain man asked me that, how come your father is an Adventist and you don't attend SDA? Your father needs to do evangelism in his own house. But I laughed. It's a serious thing. It's like your father is attending a church and you don't attend, but he never stopped me from coming to church. It's because of the change that he has seen in my life. I mean, initially, yesterday I was telling the facilitators, we, we have morning devotion in our house. After that, that is it. I won't read my Bible for anything. My mom will always be complaining. You people don't read your Bibles. But I'm like, ah, we've had devotion. After devotion, why read the Bible again? And she was, she's somebody who loves to pray. And I thought that once your mother has a relationship with God, you are good to go. She'll pray for you in the night when you are sleeping. She'll come and stand by you, pray for you. It's fine. You don't need a relationship with God. But when I came here, I saw the passion and the fire that the youth had in this place to love God, to serve God, and, and go all out for God. And that is something that's, that I was amazed at and really pulled me to join Teen Chapel. And I can say to the glory of God that since that day, I have never been the same. I mean, I'm not a perfect person, but I can see that my life has changed. Sometimes, even in school, the way I behave, people ask me that, how come you're able to behave like this? How come you don't behave like others? But I just tell them that it's because of the training that we have received in Teen Chapel. We are not trained there to be like every other person. We are trained there to be unique. We are trained there to be different people. We are trained there to touch the life of others. Sometimes some of my friends share testimonies with me, and I just look at them and I laugh. That time, I remember when I was in law school, there was a day I had actually packed. I wanted to quit law school and say I wasn't going to continue. And then someone came to knock on my door, one of my friends. She came crying that she wants to leave law school <laughs> that day. It was so funny for me. But I had, I don't know, for some funny reason, I just had to encourage her. I told her that don't worry, everything will be fine. God is good. You know, I encouraged her. And meanwhile, I mean, the encouragement I was giving her, I needed to give it to myself. But I didn't give it to myself. But I can say to the glory of God today, all of us passed out. We never filled any paper. You understand? And every, every time I get an opportunity, I, tell, I try to tell people about God. I don't, like the way um, Auntie Gina was talking about yesterday, you don't need to carry your Bible around and everything. No. There are times I sit in a taxi, maybe Sunday morning, I, I don't have a car, I don't want to drive. And I ask the taxi driver, ah, now who call first service at now? Seven o'clock, yeah, we have a family there. I mean, what service do you attend? Sometimes they'll be like, oh, God understands. I mean, Sunday we have to make money. But I, sometimes I tell them that at the end of the day, it's your salvation that matters. It's your salvation that matters. And so I want to encourage all of you. Another thing today you also need to know is that joining a department will help you and making very good friends. I can say to the glory of God that the very good friends I have in my life, including my husband, are from Teen Chapel. <laughs> I'm not saying where I make friends because he wants to. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's very important. I remember it was myself, Uncle Dennis, his sister, Daniel, we were lost, I think we were about 12, right? Yes. And every 12 midnight, we flash ourselves so that we wake up and pray. Yes. Every, sometimes when they flash you, you can see that you are tired. But as long as one person will not flash you, you can't sleep. 
Because after I flash you, Moro will flash you, someone else will flash you. And, and that is... <laughs> and, and that is what has, has helped all of us. Because right now, I don't know amongst the 12 of us anybody that has fallen by the wayside. I don't know among us anybody that is unemployed or is in some funny situation or something. It's not because maybe we were praying 10 hours or 15 hours or 20 hours or something. But we took the principles that they taught us here very seriously. We personalized them for ourselves. Some of you come to church. When we say join your department, you don't want to join. Come for meetings, you won't come. You are just there. You come on Sunday. As soon as you come... Some of you don't even realize that the biometric machine is not there. You just walk straight. You put, when, when you lift your finger and see that it's not there, then you start looking around. You expect people to be in your department to mount the, front, the biometric machine for you, but you don't want to do anything for God. Please, when you leave this place, trust me, you regret big time. You really, 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 really regret not putting yourself in what we do over here. So I'm begging you. If you want me to go on my knees, I can go on my knees. I'm begging you. Take the things that we are learning here very seriously. I, 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 don't, I don't even know what else to say. Because like sometimes you talk and talk and talk and talk and it's like every day you are talking. Please. I beg you. Take the things that you are doing here very seriously. Because one time I was even telling my mom that I, I think that in every decision that we take as human beings, you might think it's just maybe out of your will or your choice, but who knows, the reason why my father came to buy a land here and decided to build a house was because God wanted me to come to Teen Chapel. Who knows that the reason why my father wanted me to go to a Brigels and I stood my ground and said, I will not go, I'll go to St. Joseph's, was because God wanted me to meet my friend who will bring me to this church. And then I'll become who I am today. You understand? And so please, I beg you. I'm begging you. You don't know why God allowed your parents to come to this church. Or you don't, even if your parents are not in this church like, like me, you don't know why God allows somebody to invite you to this church. So take the things that we are learning here very seriously. It's for your own future. It's for your own good. Uncle Biju has lived his life. Oh. All the facilitators, they, they've lived their lives. At the end of the day, when you graduate, it's between you and God and yourself. So please, I'm encouraging each and every one of you. Take everything that we are doing here very seriously. Don't just come and sit here on Sunday, listen to the sermon, go home. When you come for church workers meeting, I ask you, what did you learn last week? Mm, said a lot of things. So. Even, I, I mean, yesterday, I even asked somebody, okay, if you don't remember, you tell me some of the jokes and the personal examples Uncle Dennis gave about himself. And the person couldn't. He spoke about Chiang Mountain. He spoke about the kind of uh, campsite. All those things. Even if you didn't hear anything, even at least that one alone is enough. But you don't take it seriously. Some of you come to church, no Bible, no notebook, nothing. Please, the word to the wise is enough. We can talk and talk and talk, but your life is in your hands. You decide which path you want you to go. For now, I think that's all that I can say. I want us to remember what Auntie Gina shared with us. It's, it's all about choices, the choices and the decisions that you make. Earlier on, I was talking about two types of joys that affect us, which are important. And I talked about the first kind of joy, which starts with... It's a battery. What's the trouble with you in the first service? And then the... 
the joy of the Holy Spirit when we learn to obey the word of God and believe God's word that the Holy Spirit is always with us. There's a second joy, a second type of joy, which is even more important. There's a second type of joy which is even more important. The Bible says, and this was Jesus, he said, there is joy and rejoicing in heaven when one sinner repents and turns to God. If you want to make God happy, if you want to make heaven happy, if you want heaven to take note of you and to remember you and to know your name, win souls. Tell somebody about Jesus. Pray for somebody who does not know Jesus. Let it be your heart. That this, my friend, must change. My mother will not die a non-Christian. Pray. Talk to people. And that's why we have embarked on a project in this church. Who remembers the project? All right. <laughs> so I'll let uh, Uncle Bethmore share the first in, in five minutes this project, and then after that, Auntie Delfina will lead us in prayer. And some of us will keep coming, as I said earlier on. So, last week we launched out into our project, Operation ITCC. How many of us remember Operation ITCC? All right. And what we are saying, we are, we are going to do in Operation ITCC is that Jesus has embarked on a project. There are so many things Jesus came to do, but when he came to building, Jesus said he's building only one thing. He says, I will build my church, right? And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But the truth of the matter is the church, it is not built with cement blocks. It's not built with mortar and clay. The church is built with souls. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that we are co-laborers together with God. So we said that in Operation ITCC, whenever we are changing the mindset and we are taking responsibility for the growth of the church because we are building together with Jesus Christ. So Somebody look to your left, look to your right, look behind you. How many of you can see empty chairs? Right. We are saying that for every empty chair you see in this house, the mindset is not people didn't come to church. No. The mindset is I didn't bring anybody to church. So now we are taking responsibility for the empty chairs. You see, there's one to your left, one to your right. So you alone, you didn't bring two people to church. I hope you are getting it. There's, a, there's an empty chair beside you. You didn't bring anybody to church. So in, Alex, you see all the empty chairs beside you. So in Operation ITCC, we are saying that we are, we are, we are going twofold approach. We are going out to win souls and bring them into the house. Two, we are also intentionally inviting people to church. I hope you are getting me. Nobody is exempted. How many of you live in a forest? Okay. How many of you have neighbors? That means there's, when I say neighbor, that means there's a house to your left, right, or behind your house. How many of you have a house to your left, to your right, behind your house? 
How many of you have people living in those houses? Okay. How many of you have people living in the houses that look like you? That means they are small like you, your age mates, your... So those are candidates of people you can reach out to. If you are saying that people are older than you, you are saying that your age mates, reach out to them. How many of you are in school? Hey, so those of you who are hands are down, you are not in school. How many of you have your age mates in your classroom? You are saying, ah, hey, some people sit in classroom with grown-ups. So. <laughs> so your age mates are in your classroom. You discuss football with them. You discuss TV shows with them. You discuss the new things happening in town with them, right? So it means that you are not shy of them. So this, uh, in this operation, is no shyness. What you are saying is that you know you are not shy of them. So when we change the topic and we are going to Jesus, we will not be shy. I hope you are getting me. So we are going to reach out to our neighbors, our communities, our classrooms, some of you, you are seniors, you are in GSS3. Because you are in GSS3, when you talk to GSS1 people, automatically they will listen to you. Go to the GSS1 classrooms. Go to the class 6 classrooms. When they see a senior, they will keep quiet. Then you share the, the gospel with them. We are going to be intentional about it. Amen. We, are not going, we, we said that we are going to make God happy. Uh, our tagline for Operation ITCC is what? Oh, no, you guys didn't say it to us. It's what? Again? Again? Say it's like youth. Uh-huh. So we are going to be responsible for the mood in heaven. So, see, whenever there's joy in, this, in a certain place, eh, they, it's like football. When you hear goal, they ask, who scored? I, 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 hope, I hope you are getting it. When you hear goal, they ask, who scored? So, when you want heaven to take notice of you, let there be noise in heaven. Then God says, who brought him? You, you, you get it. Then God will ask, who brought him? Then say, oh, okay, Moses, Moses, since you brought somebody, take this one. Take this. I hope you are getting me. So, we want to be responsible for the joy in heaven. How many of us are ready to embark on this journey? So we, are, we are ready to do this as a church. I am not too young. See, Jesus started at 12. You are, some of you are over age already. We are not too young. Uh, we, are, we are going to make, see, if you study Ghana's population statistics, uh, Ghana is a very youthful country. Uh, we are a very youthful nation. So if the adult service cannot fill their services, we are saying that we, we have the potential to do three services. Uh, we'll do first service, we'll do second service, we'll do third service, and it's possible by the grace of God. Amen. So we are going to what? Increase the capacity of the church. So when I say operation, IT is the response, changing the mood of heaven. Operation ITCC. Operation ITCC. Okay, so we are, we are saying that we are going with baby steps. Somebody say baby steps. baby steps. So step number one, write down the names of five people that you know they need repentance. You know them. You know them. You know them. You know them. Five people that need repentance. Some of you is your own sister. 
some of you is you yourself. Your name is number one. <laughs> Five people that need repentance. And we are saying that th this week we are going to be praying for them. We are going to be what? Praying for them. Baby step number two. There are tracks available at the front protocol desk. And every Sunday, we are going to make some available. Minimum you must take away is 10. That's minimum. Some of you too, you use a lot of public transport. Pick, you pick trotro a lot. It's not a crime. Sit in the trotro, pick the tracks, share them, give to the taxi driver. See, there was a man that, do you know how he got born again? The Ethiopian, you know, he was reading and he didn't understand. Philip asked him, do you understand what you are reading? Then it became a, 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 a whole message and he repented. You give to the person, watch him small, then you ask, do you understand what you are reading? Then you preach to the person. Uh, some of, because you, you don't do your quiet time, so you don't have the message. So the, the tract has prepared everything for you. Amen. Uh, so we are, then the last one is, those of you that go to school early, so it's baby steps. So you share the tracks to your neighbors and your, class, your classmates, right? How many of us go to school early? Be honest, this one, I'm not, those that go to school early. Uh-huh. When you go to school early, there is a time gap between the time you are in school and the teachers come, right? That time is not for discussing football. That time is not for discussing, hey, did you see Mo Salah's goal? No, that is not that It's not for discussing what happened in uh, Pragya last night. That time is for sharing the gospel with your friends. Oh, uh, this morning I read something. Can I share with you? Can I, can I, can I talk to you about somebody? Do you, you, small, small, baby steps. How many of us are ready to do this? We are ready as well. Uh, so we are going to do this. Baby steps. The first one is what? The five names. We are praying for them. Sometimes, some, maybe the name there is your mother's name. It's your father's name. It's your cousin. That boy that has been, the boy that says he likes you, he wants to do things with you, put his name there and pray. Because if he changes, he'll stop worrying you. And the boys, the girls that you have lined up, put their names there and be praying for them. And so this is our operation. And we are saying that this is our, our contribution to heaven. And every Sunday, We'll, we'll try and give you one reason why you must be a soul winner. One reason. Wow. One reason. Last, last year, last year we did, last year at Monday meetings, we did 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. So today we'll leave you with one, then Uncle Buju, when we'll pray. One reason why you must be a soul winner is, you know when your mother is leaving the house and she tells you, wash this plate before I come. When she comes, so what's the first thing she'll ask you? Aha. When Jesus rose from the dead, what did he say? So it means that when Jesus comes, what's the first thing you ask us? Aha. So once we are Christians and we say Jesus is coming again, and this is what he said before he went, and this is what you ask when he comes, how are you preparing yourself? Me, I am preparing my... So when Jesus says, where are my souls? Father, here, I, I didn't get plenty. I got only 1,500. <laughs> Hey, why, hey, me, that's my uh, uh, target. If you are going with one and two, it's on to you. <laughs> Amen. Some of us want mansion. No patching in heaven. We come, I'll sack you. Amen. So, Auntie Delphina. But I hope we are ready. Operation ITCC.
Oh, let's say it like we are some useful people in Operation ITCC. Operation ITCC. God bless you as you embark on this project. Instrumentalists, please get on the instruments. Hallelujah. Are we ready to pray? Are we ready to see a new teen chapel? Are you sure? Are you not tired of hearing Uncle Biju say, those days, those days? You want to see a new teen chapel? Are you not ready for that? Shall we be on our feet? Shall we turn our Bibles to the book of Revelation, chapter 3? Some of you don't even have Bibles. Why? It is well. Revelation chapter 3. Revelation is the last book, so you, if you don't know it, you just turn to the back. Just turn to the back. If you don't have your Bible, you can look in someone's Bible. It says that to the angel of the church inside this writes, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Obey it and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. Amen. I believe all of us here know that Teen Chapel has a reputation. When we go for camp and when you talk to people who are not members of the church, you hear them say things like, after Teen Chapel, there's a serious group of young men and women there. They pray a lot. They are on fire for Christ and all of that. But you and I know that when we come here on Sunday, the story is different. But today, the word of God is telling us that you should wake up. Tell somebody, wake up. Yeah. Tell somebody that wake up. Yeah. Strengthen what remains. Strengthen what remains. And it's about to die. For God has not found your deed complete in his sight. It says, remember what you have received. Tell somebody, remember what you have received. Remember what you have heard. Obey it and repent. Obey it and repent. Obey it and repent. I will obey it and repent. If you know you repent, don't see it. We are, we are before God. I will remember it. Obey it and repent. This morning, he wants to lift up our voices to God. He wants to pray and ask that whatever it is that has been deposited in our hearts over the months, over the years, we are praying that God, may we remember them, may we obey them, may we repent, that whatever it is that has not caused us to remember the word of God that is preached to us, whatever it is that has not caused us to obey what is preached to us, whatever it is that does not cause us 
to receive what has been coming to us from the prophet. Today you are praying and committing your life individually into the hands of God. You are taking this prayer serious. This is a personal prayer, praise God. You are asking that God, grant me the grace. Grant me the grace. Grant me the grace. If you are not strong, you are asking God that strengthen me once again. That I want to wake up. That I don't want to continue into the next half of the year with this same lukewarm attitude. That I come to church on Sunday after Sunday. That I hear the word of God, but I don't put it into practice. That every Sunday I come and I say to myself, next week by this time my life will not be the same. But by the time that the week comes to a close, you remember that you have not, you have not, you have not repented from the lifestyle that you've been living. And so today you want to cry out to God and say, God, grant me that grace. Give me the grace to remember everything that I have heard. Give me the grace to obey everything that I have heard. Give me the grace to repent from the lifestyle that is driving me away from pleasing you in the name of Jesus. Give me the grace to drive away from that lifestyle that is causing the seeds that have been deposited in me to die. We are asking that God, whatever it remains in me today, by the virtue of the blood of Jesus Christ, that the blood will awaken every seed in you, that the blood will awaken every deposit that has been placed in your life today in the name of Jesus. Every deposit of prayer that has been placed in your life, every deposit of prophecy that has been placed in your life, every deposit of the word of God that has been placed in your life, today we are causing it to come alive in the name of Jesus. We are wrestling against that spirit. We are wrestling against that laziness. We are wrestling against that lukewarm attitude. We are wrestling against apathy. We are wrestling against anything that has not caused you to stay alive for Jesus. We are wrestling against anything that has not caused you to stay strong for Jesus. We are wrestling against anything that has not caused you to run all out for Jesus. Lord, today, oh God, we say we want to be alive for you. Today, we say we are ready to wake up, oh God. We declare that whatever remains in us, oh God, will not die. We declare, oh God, that the seeds that have been deposited in us over the months, oh God, over the days, oh God, over the years, oh God, we declare today, oh God, that let the seeds come alive, oh God, let the seeds germinate, oh God, let the seeds begin to bear fruit in our life, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we say no longer are we turning back, oh God. Father, we are moving forward, oh God. Lord, we will no longer have a reputation of being alive, oh God, but Lord, indeed, we will be alive, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We will be alive, oh God. We will be alive, oh God. Every spiritual dead in our life, oh God, today we declare that is resurrected, oh God. Anybody that has died spiritually in this place, we call forth your spirit back, oh God. We declare that there will be an awakening, oh God, in this place. Lord, we will come alive for you. We will come alive for you, oh God. We will come alive for you, oh God. Our hearts will be set on fire for you. Lord, set our hearts on fire for you today, oh God. Lord, set our hearts on fire. May it not just be a one-day event, oh God. May it not just be a one-moment event, oh God. But Father, from today, oh God, we say may it be a lifetime journey with you, oh God. May it be a lifetime journey with you, oh God. May we run the race, oh God. May we walk with you, oh God. And may we talk, oh God, Father, like you would have us talk, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, 
Lord, the perfect life, oh God, that you expect of us to live, oh God. Today we say we surrender our wills to you. We surrender our hearts to you. We surrender our sacrifice to you, oh God, today in the name of Jesus. Lord, take us just as we are, oh God, and revive us once again, oh God. We declare that the wave of revival, oh God, will touch every soul in this place in the name of Jesus, even for our members in school, oh God, by the virtue of this prayer, oh God. Lord, let there be a revival, oh God. Let there be a fresh awakening, oh God. Lord, pour your fire on us today, oh God. Pour your fire, oh God. Let there be a fresh fire in our hearts, oh God. Let there be a longing for you, oh God. Let there be a yearning for you, oh God. May our souls test after you, oh God. May our souls long after you, oh God. Lord, we rededicate our lives to you today and say, Lord, take charge, oh God. Lord, take charge of our lives, oh God. Take charge of every soul in this place, oh God. Lord, we remain alive for you, O God. We remain alive for you. We will be the light in the world. We will be the salt of the earth, O God. Lord, we declare, O God, that we will fulfill heaven's mandates, O God, on this earth in the name of Jesus. We will walk as sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. We will walk as ambassadors of Christ. Father, we will not take 10 steps forward and 20 steps back, O God. We declare, O God, that every spirit of backsliddenness, O God, that has taken over any soul in this place, today we take them back, O God, in the name of Jesus. We declare that, Lord, we will not backslide anymore in the name of Jesus, Lord, will be serious with you, O God. Our walk with you, O God, will be a conscious one, O God. We will consciously read the word of God. We will consciously spend time in prayer, O God. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit of God, take charge of our lives today, O God. Holy Spirit of God, we surrender to you, O God. We surrender to you today, O God. We surrender our hearts to you, O God. We surrender our souls to you, O God. We surrender our wills to you, O God. Lord, we say we are yours and yours alone. We are yours, O God, and yours alone. Father, we are yours, O God. We choose Jesus. We choose to follow Jesus. We choose, Father, to follow Jesus all the days of our lives, O God. We choose to stay alive for you, O God. We choose to remain with you, O God. We choose to abide in you, O God, in the name of Jesus. We declare, O God, that our roots, O God, will be firm in you today in the name of Jesus. Father, no wind of destruction will sway us. No wind of deception, O God. Lord, no contrary spirit, O God, will seal our hearts away from you. 
Lord, we will yearn for you. We will long for you. We will seek after you, O oh God. We will chase after you, O oh God. We will run after you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. We want to continue praying. The Bible says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers of darkness in high places. But that same Bible tells us that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but our minds you through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. Today we want to pray and ask that if there's any stronghold in your life, in your family, in your mother's house, in your father's house, in your school, in, in, in the life of anybody that you have associated with, that is the reason why when we are crying to God and calling out to God, you cannot cry out to God. That is the reason why people are excited about the things of God. You cannot be excited about the things of God. You sometimes you see that you yearn to be like others, but you just can't. Maybe there's a stronghold in your life that is pulling you down. There's some habits in your life that is pulling you down. There's some friend in your life that is pulling you down. But today, you are surrendering every stronghold to God. Because the Bible says that the word of God is sharper than any two edges sword. And we are declaring today in the name of Jesus that that word of God, that the blood that Jesus shed on the cross of Calvary will break any stronghold in your life in the name of Jesus. Any evil altar that has been mounted years ago that you don't even know about. And it's the reason for which you cannot serve God the way you want to serve God. Today you are lifting up your hand. You are lifting up your voice. And you are crying out unto God. And saying any known and unknown stronghold in my life. As I lift up my voice and pray Lord. May it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. That I will live for you. That I will serve you. That I will love you all the days of my life. That nothing will hold me back anymore. That I will walk the walk that God wants me to walk. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we lift up our lives before you, oh God, and we declare, oh God, that any stronghold, oh God, that keeps fighting us, oh God, that prevents us, oh God, from serving you the way we ought to serve you. Today, in the name of Jesus, we bring that stronghold to the throne room of grace, oh God, and we declare that may heaven shatter that stronghold, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, wherever stronghold is coming from, oh God, in our mother's family, in our father's family, in our schools, oh God, in our communities, oh God, with our friends, oh God. Today, in the name of Jesus, we lift up that stronghold, oh God, and we declare that may they be destroyed, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up an altar of righteousness, oh God, over every life represented here, oh God, and may that altar of righteousness speak, oh God. Let that altar of righteousness speak, oh God. Let the blast speak, oh God. Let the blast speak, oh God. Let the blast speak, oh God. Every demonic oppression, oh God, that prevents your people from serving you, oh God. Today, in the name of Jesus, we come against them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we soak every soul here in the blood of Jesus. Any soul in bondage, oh God, set that soul free today. In the name of Jesus, we declare that every bondage, oh God, is broken, oh God. Every chain, oh God, is broken, oh God. We declare liberation, oh God, in the lives of your people, oh God. Lord, we declare today that they'll be set free, 
oh God. They'll be sent free to save you all the days of their lives, oh God. Yahweh says that who the Son sets free is free indeed. And so we declare today freedom, oh God. We declare freedom in the life of your people, oh God. Lord, there'll be no turning back. There'll be no turning back, oh God. There'll be no turning back, oh God. There'll be no more chains, oh God. No more shackles, oh God. No more chains, oh God. No more shackles, oh God. No more chains, oh God. No more shackles, oh God. No more chains, oh God. No more shackles, oh God. No more evil, oh God. In their lives, in the name of Jesus. Lord, set your people free today. Set us free, oh God. Father, we unbind them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Any ancestral pact, O oh God, that has been made, O oh God, that we don't even know about, O oh God, and is the reason for which we cannot serve you. Tonight, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, we declare the Lord, set your people free. Set your people free, O oh God. Set your people free, O oh God. Set your people free, O oh God. Yahweh says that he who comes to Christ, O oh God, is a new creation. Therefore, today, O oh God, we declare that we have been made new. We have been made new by the blood, O oh God. We have been made new by the blood, O oh God. We have been made new, O God. Oh, 
There's gonna be, yes, there's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And everyone, and everyone who calls on Jesus, they will be saved. There's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great revival in our There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be, yes, there's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And everyone, and everyone who calls on Jesus, they will be saved. There's gonna be a great there's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And they, and everyone who calls on Jesus, they will be saved. There's gonna be, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be, yeah. There's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And everyone, everyone, who calls on Jesus, who calls on Jesus, they will be saved. There's gonna be a great. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And they, and everyone who calls, they will be saved. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening.
gonna be a great, there's gonna be a greater revival in Ireland. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening, and everyone, everyone calls on Jesus. There's gonna be a great, there's gonna be a great. Come on, lift your voice and declare it. There's gonna be a great, there's gonna be a great revival. There's gonna be a great. And everyone, come on, call the name of Jesus who calls They will be saved. Every soul in this place lifts your voice and say, There's gonna be a great, there's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be a great, there's gonna be a great revival in Ireland. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a great awakening. And everyone, everyone who calls on Jesus. Oh, 
Jesus. They will be saved. We'll be saved. Last time. And everyone. And everyone. Who calls on Jesus. They will be saved. facilitators so I want all the facilitators to please come and line up and I want all of us to note when we talk of Bible revival it's not about breakthroughs it's not about prosperity it's not about husbands it's not about wives it's not about children it's not about anything else but that which is in the heart of God, the souls of men. And that is why Jesus came and that is why he died. Before Jesus left this earth, he told his disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses to the uttermost parts of the world. Our primary assignment on this earth, and it's what we are training you to become, is to become soul winners. To carry the name of Jesus Christ in power, salvation in the name of Jesus. Everywhere we go. That is the gospel. And that is the purpose of power. The good news from the human perspective is that God will always confirm his word with signs and wonders and miracles and breakthroughs and the things that human beings desire. But the foremost assignment is to win souls into the kingdom and to turn them into disciples. People who love Jesus. People who grow to become soul winners and disciple makers. That is what we are about. That is what Teen Chapel is about. That is what ICGC is about. To, be, to groom model Christians. Model churches. Churches that know the power of God. And we are going to pray for our, the, our facilitators. That we have this mindset. That whatever we do, we will remember souls. Whatever business you are engaging will remember souls. When you focus too much on our families, we remember souls. That is why Jesus died. Jesus did not die that you would have money. He didn't die that you would have good grades. He died that souls will be reconciled to God. In the next two, please join hands. In the next two minutes, I want all of us to stretch our hands towards these our leaders. That will have the mindset of God. The mind to groom soul winners. People who make disciples. And we pray that God will make as such. I pray that I will be a disciple maker. Lift up your voice. In the next two minutes, pray for the facilitators. Father. Oh, Father. Let this be our heart desire. Let your heart desire 
house, oh God. Let us seek above all else to win souls by any means and by any cost, oh God. Lord, make us ever mindful of the soul that comes our way. We have our knees and we lay them at the cross. But Father, make us seek the lost and bring them home. Pour your powers afresh that you might have this mindset all the days of our lives. May heaven rejoice at the things that we do and the way we lead the people that you have put in our hands. May we be found to be good shepherds. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Auntie Gina, please come and close us. It's past 12.15. Pass the basket run for Colonial's offering. Quickly pass the basket round. And as we give, give according to what God has led you to do. It is a time of a revival. Manifest the glory. Thank you. 
As we surrender to your spirit, we'll be changed, we'll be changed. And fill us with your power, fill us with, fill us with your power as we surrender. We'll be changed, we'll be changed. You are here, you are here, so Hey, you are here, so we'll chasing you are here, so we'll be changed. service to a close, remember, remember and obey whatever instructions, whatever the presence of the Lord has been with you. Living here does not mean you have to leave the presence of God. Continue and thus mood for the rest of the week. 
And as we say, you come back with a testimony. Pray into the week. Pray that, Lord, as I leave here, may I not leave your presence. I pray that I carry this princess with me throughout the whole week. I'll be conscious and intentional about the things that I am doing out there. That my lifestyle will portray that, yes, I have met Jesus Christ and he has changed my life. Commit yourself into the hands of the Lord. Say that, Lord, as I go out this week, whatever I am doing, whether I am studying, whether I am chatting, Lord, may it be about kingdom business. May it be about me talking to somebody about the love of God. May it be that intentionally I will talk to my friends and tell them what the Lord is doing in my life. The experience I have had with him, his presence that is always with me, the good things that I am having in my life. Lord, may I intentionally talk about it to my friends, to my families, to my neighbors, my teachers, everybody around me who is not saved. Lord, give me the utterance to speak the word, to speak the word, to speak the word, to speak the word into their life. And Lord, I know you, the God of increase, you will increase it. Lord, we thank you for what went on here today. We know that Tink Chapel is not going to remain the same. We know that you have break forth a revival. And Lord, as we continue in your presence, great are the wonderful things that you will do in our life. Our lives will be transformed. And wherever we are, the light of God will always be around us. Lord, we shall be living example to our teenagers. Our friends will see us and they will see us differently because Lord, you are in us and we in you. Because your word says when we are in you and you in us, we will bear fruit. Lord, we pray that will be teenagers who bear fruit in our life. Everything that will touch will be blessed because Lord, we remain in you. And as long as we remain in you, Lord, you provide a nutrients for our life. We thank you that may we be kingdom minded in everything that we do. As we learn, may we do it towards kingdom principles. Whatever it is that we do, Father, may kingdom principles be the reason why we are alive. And may we never forget the great commission to go out there to win disciples unto you, O oh Lord. We thank you for such a time like this. We are grateful for what you have imparted unto us. We pray that, Lord, may this fire keep burning in us wherever we find ourselves. We thank you for your presence that will remain in us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed week and go and bear fruit. The tracks are at the entrance, so remember to pick one. Remember to pick at least ten.